Thanks for tuning into the Realtor Moms podcast. We are Tasha and Jamie, full-time realtors and admittedly average moms. This is how we sell homes and try to keep our kids alive. Today on the Realtor Moms podcast, we are addressing the things your realtor wishes you knew. (laughs) (laughs) Subjects from etiquette to uh, real life versus HGTV. So Tasha, take it away. What's one of the first things that uh, you think of when you think, oh gosh, this is something that I I really wish my clients knew? Well, I'm going to start off with our house's aren't clean. (laughs) They're not perfect. We're not perfect. You know, we hate to be a hypocrite, (laughs) but we do know that, you know, when you're keeping your, you got to keep your house clean. You got to keep it. When it's listed for sale. uh, You have to. Otherwise you're going to, if you're having the same exact house and one's clean and and decluttered and you have one that's a mess and has stuff all over it, all the kids, toys everywhere. Which house do you think people are going to gravitate towards? They're going to gravitate towards the one that is clean and decluttered. Right. So, you know, Please know, and I say this all the time, all the time, I think with every single one of my clients, how you live is not how you sell. And I should add, Jamie came in today and I was even apologizing (laughs) after a long week of work on how messy my house was. And I was like, sorry, Jamie. We had a couple storm days recently, so I literally jumped over piles of boots in my back porch just to get out of my house. So yeah, uh, me too. I feel like a total hypocrite sometimes. And I tell people that like, my house is an absolute mess and here I am, you know, Know, telling you that you have to sweep the floors and, and clean the window tracks. And we're sorry, but we want to give you the best possible chance at selling your house for the best possible um, outcome for you. So, yes. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> What's the next on your list? Um, next one is a little bit about when to call us, when not to call us. Um, so, and we're just talking about ourselves. We're just talking about Tasha and Jamie. So, you know, your realtor, if you've got a different realtor, which you should just call us, but... <laughs> If you've got your own realtor, that's totally cool. We kind of say, you know, maybe 6 a.m. is too early. Maybe after 9 p.m. is a little too late. But at the same time, we also want to tell you... We're if it's good an, with, oh, it, well, yeah, if it's, if it's an, an emergency, emergency please. Us. Yes. If, if your if you, house is on fire, <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> if your sump pump has failed. Yes, yes. And we have closing in a week and that has happened to oh, me with yeah. fires, call me. Right. Call me right away. Right. Then then all the stipulations are gone. Call whenever you absolutely need to. But if uh, if it's not urgent, maybe not before six, not after nine. And and we do want to also say weekends are okay. We, we are, work weekends. Yeah. In this industry, we are very used to working a lot of Saturdays and Sundays. Don't, you know, don't wait until Monday if, if, you've, if you've got something that, that you need an answer on or clarification or have a house you want to see. By all means, give us a call Saturdays and Sundays. We're just thinking, you know, maybe not too early or not too late is all. That would be nice. <laughs> cool. Well, what's next? What's okay. next? Well, one thing... I- you know, I we have so many ways to communicate with one another nowadays, oh, yes. from Instagram to Snapchat Facebook to Messenger, Facebook Messenger, LinkedIn. LinkedIn <laughs> you know, and that's all on top of text messages, emails. phone calls, and emails. Right. We there's so many ways to stay connected that yes. sometimes there's easy for messages to get missed. So, you know, please reach out however you feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. But once you kind of are working with someone, if you're working with us, let's find a mode of communication that we want to use to try and stay in contact. And generally for me and Jamie, I know it's text messages, 
phone calls or emails. Yep. Oh yeah. Perfectly. Just because we don't want to miss a message. And then we also have a way to look back at past, you know, past communication so we can reference right. it if we need to in terms of how the deal is going. So perfectly correct. Yeah. I could not have said that better myself. We just don't want to miss anything. So if, if you're regularly texting and then all of a sudden you decide to send a Facebook message and, and sometimes that happens by accident. We totally get it. Um, we might miss it and we just don't want to miss out on something for you. Um, yeah. Um, another one that, uh, I think is, is kind of a common question. Something we wish you knew is, yeah, you can totally bring your kids. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's okay. We have kids too. We understand. Sometimes you just, you're, you know, you're a stay-at-home mom. You don't want to find daycare for just a couple hours or, or, you know, you can't find daycare or something falls through at the last minute. It's okay. Bring them along. We can help you kind of keep them occupied. Um, you know, it's a little more work. You got to keep them out of the, 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 the house sellers uh plants or <laughs> let them not chase the cat or whatever it is but but we're totally okay with you if you have to bring your kids you know, along that's okay many times i have snacks in my car to maybe give them Ooh, something very, to, to eat like nice. those fruit snacks or for you i know you have uh was it the coloring water books? coloring books. yeah with yep. the water yeah so <laughs> i try to go. keep a little stock of mess free coloring things uh so that yeah they can be a little bit entertained or we do other things like i'll tell kids hey guys you know depending on their age once you guys run around and count all the light switches for me like I give them a little job and uh, when they report back then I know that they've been uh, you know they, they've been feeling like part of the process and it's important to keep them involved too you're more inventive than I am I'm usually handing over my iPad or my phone oh, no. and, I, and I'm like here's the Netflix it depends on the kid too sometimes I like to have the kids get involved in let's name the house you know uh, 6974 813th street isn't the easiest to remember when we're kind of trying to recall the things we saw in the houses we like but maybe the little kid was along and he or she called it you know the flower house or the, the <laughs> yellow ducky house or whatever and for some reason that's the kind of stuff that sticks in our minds so we're totally cool with having kids along when you've got to bring them along don't worry about it at all the next item is if you hate the house you don't have to continue looking right. through the home room to room right you know we don't you don't have to do that. Um, so just, you know, know that. Right. You walk in and you immediately just get a vibe where, you know, this just is not going to work and I'm really not interested. It's maybe nothing wrong with the house. It's just not fitting you. That's okay. We can I'll leave my card on the countertop or Tasha will leave her card on the countertop and we'll turn around and we'll go on to the next one. I think it's still really important to at least go in. Maybe there's something that, that you want to see or, or a part of the house that you want to make sure you get a look at. Maybe it's a room size or a certain kitchen attribute or something and and if there's a particular attribute i think may yeah. may be yeah. interesting to my clients i say okay let's at least look at this item in right. the house and what do you think of this and do you want to kind of put this on the list that you mm -hmm. must have right. so but we usually will schedule those showing appointments with a little bit of flex time maybe we've got one in there with a with a wider appointment time so that if we come up to a house and you're just not into it we can we can move on pretty quickly yeah. Perfect. Well, the next one on my list is, you know, we don't, and this is for the sellers out there. Mm -hmm. You know, we, I do everything I can. I know you do as well is to get feedback from, mm -hmm. from the buyer's agent on how those appointments went and what those people thought of the home. We do everything we can, but we don't always get that feedback. Right. Um, and so if, if we haven't just know that we're, we are doing everything we can, but it doesn't always work out. Right. Sometimes we've messaged them, called them and emailed them and it's three days later and they still haven't responded I guess we just kind of have to assume 99% of the time 
that they probably just weren't interested. Unfortunately, we didn't get any feedback, but you know, we have to move on too. But most of the time we do get feedback. So that that's good too. Just don't, don't be crushed if you don't get any feedback once in a while. Uh, another, here's just a quick tip, wear easy shoes to take off and on <laughs> in yes. almost every house. Yeah. in almost every house we're going to be removing our shoes. And, and if you've got kids along, you know, put them in a little slip on rubber boots or something so they can get theirs on and off easily too. The days that I do show us houses and I'm wearing shoes that are a little harder to get on and off every every time that happens, I'm like, why did I do that, Tasha? Why? (laughs) So question for you, Tasha. How often when you're buying shoes are you like, "Mm, nope. These are too hard to get off and on. Well, <laughs> you know my shoe collection. Yeah. I'm, I'm not opposed. I'm going to just you're buy what I buy. Right. But, yep. you or know. you keep the extra flip-flops in the car. I have done that. When you're showing houses, you just wear the flip-flops. I have the boots yeah. for winter, too. Yep. That yep. just slip Slide on. on boots. Yes. Totally. <laughs> oh, funny. Okay, so how about photos versus reality? Photos can be so deceiving. Oh, super deceiving. So deceiving. I always say, you know, there are some houses that you really do get a good feel for the space. Yeah. And there's other ones where I've seen where they're dark, dingy, they're not the taken at the right mean. angle. Right. Yes. The photos are not taken at the right angle. And so they really can be deceiving. I've had situations mm-hmm. where I've had to talk clients into going to take a look at a house. They were not sure. They did not like the photos. And I said, trust me, I've, you know, I've been in this home just you know just trust me let's schedule an appointment and let's take a look and that you know those are the homes they ended up buying and they ended up loving it yes and equally as likely sometimes those photos look astonishing they're beautiful and you know we get into the house and it's like oh well it's not they show it they don't show it in a little inappropriate light yeah a little overly overly done fantasized yeah lighting but um yeah, just just trust us. We we might give you a, a suggestion to go and see a house, and it, it's probably because we've been there, and uh, maybe you didn't love it because of the photos, but we really think that it's worth a look. So yeah, just give us just give us a break, and and maybe mm-hmm. trust our judgment. Yeah. Here, so <laughs> how uh, about oh, you know, everybody watches HGTV. Oh yes, yes. And I <laughs> before I became a realtor, yes, I watched HG, HGTV as well. I Loved love it. HGTV. I really do. Well, you you <laughs> love Joanna Gaines. So. Yeah. That's true. I love I love Joanna Gaines. But real life is not quite like HGTV. No, um, it's not. I feel like they overly dramatize some of the emotions. But at the same time, I don't want to undervalue how many emotions that buyers and sellers do go through when they're listing or finding their home. Um, it, it, it can be a really emotional time. And something that always shows up on HGTV is their verbal offers. Oh, they the sit verbal down offers. at a coffee table and they talk about it and there's no paperwork in front and you know just keep in mind verbal offers really don't mean anything. They, they do not. I mean it, at least they don't uh, they don't mean a contract. You really have to get all the signatures necessary uh, in order all to. Dot the I's yeah. and cross all the T's <laughs> and have everything finally signed yes. and have a final acceptance otherwise that verbal offer means nothing. Right. And, and most of most of the time, you know, if an agent's going back and forth with verbal offers, that is nothing. Right. It's really hard to rely on. Oh, but you said, and we thought that that meant, so yeah, we, we're going to try to keep everything in writing just to keep everybody on the same page. Um, the last one that we have for you is, it's just kind of funny. It's pronounced realtor. <laughs> Not 
realtor um you wouldn't call your hairstylist a stylist or uh, you wouldn't call a tax, tax man. professional a taxaman which i did call my tax man a taxaman just to get the point across um or a contractor have you ever hired a contractor no, i've never hired a contractor no, i have no. hired a contractor though <laughs> so yeah just to be a little funny <laughs> we are So thanks for tuning in and listening to our list of things we wish you knew. Thank you for listening. Replay or hear more episodes at realtormomspodcast.com and follow us on Instagram with hashtag realtormomspodcast. This podcast is produced by Jamie R. Swenson and Tasha Barrett of Park Company Realtors, 28 North 10th Street, Fargo, North Dakota, 58102.